Hello everyone, it's Sarah. I just wanted to hop on here really quick and give a quick little warning um, before we get into the episode. We are interviewing an EMT firefighter today, um, and she has a really awesome story, but she does go into a little bit more of sensitive topics uh, on the podcast episode today. And so just wanted to give a quick little listener's discretion uh, before we get into the episode. Um, But as always, thank you so much for tuning in and enjoy. Hello friends, and welcome to Wednesday Night Dinner. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Wednesday Night Dinner, the Catholic Terps podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Hall. And I'm your co-host, Chandler Sheetsley. And we are joined today by a very special guest, the one and only Becca Meyer. Howdy, pals. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Uh, we are so, so excited to uh, to have you here, Becca. Yeah. I'm very excited to be here. I am a friend of the pod. <laughs> so I'm just... Um, I'm over the moon, man. Thanks for thanks for having me. I feel so special. Of course. <laughs> it's going to be a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, but Becca, as always, we're going to jump right into our high, low, and God moments. So, what do you got for this week? Solid. Okay. Well, I like to start with the low so that we can just go up from there. Of course. Um, my low this week is, as always, Sarah knows this. Sarah knows me pretty well. I <laughs> am the worst at getting out of bed. Um, sleep is my downfall. So... Um, I just had a really hard time getting out of bed this morning and I just had a kind of tired start to my day. Um, so that was just kind of a downer. Um, but you know, we have the whole rest of the day to get up from there. (laughs) Um, my high was this weekend. We, um, we celebrated one of my roommate's birthdays, Allison Hagerty, um, yeah, I live in a house with Allison and some other Catholic gals, um, and it was just so nice to celebrate her. Um, we did like the Guinness factory. Mm-hmm. She got her first. Excuse me, drinks. I must step in and correct. <laughs> it is not a factory in the slightest. It is a brewery. Okay, you know, let's technical. We're getting technical. We're here. getting technical over here. <laughs> Chandler's mansplaining beer to me. Oh no! 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 Oh no. my goodness. <laughs> jk jk we love chandler um (laughs) but yeah it was just really good to celebrate my friend in that way um and my god moment um oh my gosh so many god moments (laughs) um but recently um yeah recently i have been just feeling a little bit lost and alone um as humans tend to. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. And um, there have been a lot of people in my life um, mm. that have reminded me that I am not alone in my struggles. Um, I, I got to hang out with um, someone I met pretty recently um, who's friends with a lot of people here. Um, but we had a conversation over coffee and we were having a discussion about our faith and like the things we struggled with. Um, and just so many of the things that we both said, we just related to, like we had the same things that we were struggling with right in that moment. And it was just, um, such a beautiful reminder that like when we are walking through the Valley of death, we are very, very rarely walking alone. Mm. Um, 
So Jesus is always there, of course, but like there are definitely other people who are walking the same walk and fighting the same fight. Yeah. Oh, Becca, so <laughs> that is beautiful. <laughs> Thank you for sharing your heart. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, I love that. I think that's a great reminder. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, all right, Chandler. What's your high low God moment of the oh, week? Oh, you got it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, again, starting with the lows. So um, my low this week is that my bike is not okay to ride at the moment. Mm. Uh, a little bit longer of a story that I think will feature in a different episode. But um, <laughs> long story short is that I can't ride it at the moment. Um, so I've had to walk everywhere, and it's been a really difficult adjustment for me. Um, I usually can get out of my apartment and into my classroom complete other side of campus like a mile away in like four or five minutes like i can get there like really quickly and now i've had to allow for about 20 minutes of walking time there and back and it's just been really difficult for me um it's just not something i'm used to and yes it's great because i've been able to walk in nature a little better um, and just like enjoy the outdoors a little more and like have myself slow down. But, um, it's also difficult for me just to allow the time for it. So it's been different. Um, but I've had so many highs this past week, but I only talk about this one. So <laughs> coincidentally on the same day, Becca was going to the Guinness <laughs> brewery. I went to the Guinness brewery. Woo-hoo. And that is why I corrected Becca because yes, I was told Guinness. very, very specifically that it is a Guinness brewery and that they brew beer there. And I was like, wow, wow this is real special. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was a it was birthday present. Um, I've been wanting to go there for a little bit. Mm. Um, I have a deep love of Guinness beer. Mm. Um, as you should. Yes. As everyone should, uh, that is old enough to drink 21 and older. (laughs) (laughs) Um, we do not condone underage drinking here at the CSC. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so, um, I loved it. It was a great experience. It was a great time there. Um, yeah. And then my God moment. So, my God moment this week, um, like the past just couple of days, uh, I haven't really done anything differently or changed anything, but I've just woken up um, with a, just a desire to like pursue God more. And praise God. Yes. It's, Chandler, just been, praise God. it's just been really like it's just a driving. Like I'll wake up and like, you know, I just like start brushing my teeth or something like that. Right. And then it's just like you you should do this in prayer today or like you you should go out of your way to do this uh because you you feel called and just like little notices mm. in my life that have been like more and more um profound and um yeah just like lots of subtle hints from god dropping it like hey hey get to know me a little better get to know me a little more um yeah and so this week i thankfully don't have a ton of stuff going on so i'm gonna try and just dig deeper on that mm. so yeah that is my hilo gmo amazing, amazing. <laughs> jinx jinx indeed soda. <laughs> sarah how about you what is your hilo gmo ah uh, okay um my low is that i'm feeling a little bit unprepared for this week um mm-hmm. these next couple of weeks just leading up to thanksgiving and leading up to the holidays um are filled with a lot of a lot of very good things a lot of very um exciting things 
um, which I'm very much looking forward to. But they're also filled with a lot of assignments and exams and projects. Um, and mm. I am feeling highly unprepared for for all of the ones that I have this week. Um, so St. Joseph of Cupertino is going to have to be coming in clutch oh, a yeah. little bit um, mm-hmm. <laughs> in these next couple of days. But yeah, I would say that's probably my low. Um, and then my high... Okay, I have two highs. One of them, I'm just super proud of it. I went to bed at 8.30 on Saturday. Yes, Sarah. Let's go. go. (laughs) It was beautiful. And then it was also the daylight savings. So I got another hour. What time Um, did you actually wake up? That's the key point here. um, I woke up around 5. Wow. But it's just such a nice, like. Yeah, it is. It's so good. Yeah. I loved, yeah. It was was awesome. We love that. Yes. Mm -hmm. It was so refreshing. Love Um, sleep. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> um, but my other high happened this morning. Um, I got to go, go get coffee with um, one of my favorite professors that I've ever had um, at Maryland. And I like just happened to be walking with my roommate on campus. Um, she and I both had her um, our sophomore and junior year, each, like different semesters. Um, but yeah, we like saw her on campus and like talked for a couple of minutes and she's like, let's get coffee to catch up. And so we did this morning and it was so pleasant. So um, amazing. I had like, I don't know. I didn't know that people did that with professors. <laughs> um, and I just like loved this professor so much that like, I just, it was great. Um, and just like, yeah, great to like just chat with her more outside of like a classroom setting. But Amazing. yes, and I had a solid chai tea latte while we were there. Yes, chai yes. tea. Um, but then my God moment. Um, so I was talking to Becca about this like five minutes before we recorded. Um, but I'm joining a group of women at the CSC. Um, we're all in like a little group me group message to um, start the 30 di- 33 days to morning glory that like Marian consecration. Mm-hmm. Yes, queen. Yes. I'm I'm just like so excited about it. I've never done a Marian uh, co- consecration before. Um, but like just like a lot of my prayer recently has been like very much centered around Mary. And so I feel like this mm. is like a really like really special time to do it. And I'm just like super excited that like, I don't know. It's just like one of those things highlighting the community of the CSC and like specifically the community of women that like. We have um, just like getting to do stuff with them is just awesome. And yeah, it'll be really good. I'm looking forward to it, though. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We love the feminine genius. Oh, yes, we do. Feminine (laughs) genius. There we go. (laughs) Get that out there. It's like an enemy from Finding Nemo. (laughs) 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 That's it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, But okay. Getting into kind of the the content of this episode um becca you are a firefighter emt correct sarah i am okay that is cool. correct um that's a big title there. that is a big <laughs> title it's very cool oh, um nice. i never thought that i would be friends with a firefighter. <laughs> you're friends with two firefighters i know oh, i'm friends with a couple crazy. it's great um but how and like why did you decide to pursue that how and why? Yes, like while you're mm. in college. Big question. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. My uncle is a firefighter. Oh, that's awesome. Um, one of my first memories is like being on top of a fire truck and shooting the big uh, deck gun um, <laughs> at trees in Florida. Um, yeah, definitely wasn't allowed, but like super fun. Um, 
My uncle was a firefighter. I um, I went on a mission trip my freshman year to Mexico City, and one of the missionaries there, his name was Scott Watts, mm. um, and he was a firefighter EMT, and we just like got along really well and had a lot of really good conversations, mm. um, and that like kind of re-sparked my interest in it. And my major is also fire protection engineering, there you which go. is like the science behind a lot of stuff that happens in the fire department, where like the fire department is boots on the ground, um, actually putting fire out and like helping the community in a direct way mm-hmm. where the, the um, engineering side is like making sure those people are safe and like protecting life um, and property using more science. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I just really wanted to be a part of that. I really like to help people and I just, um, I thought I would enjoy it. I thought it'd be interesting and fun. Oh yeah. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so like, what is it that you actually do here (laughs) in college park as an EMT firefighter? Um, so I'm, I'm a member of one of the local stations, um, in PG County, mm. pretty close to campus. Um, I'm not going to name drop them, <laughs> but um, just because they have their own brand and everything. <laughs> but I don't really want to ask permission. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I I am a volunteer firefighter and I am an EMT. So I'm a nationally registered and Maryland registered EMT. Mm. Um, you take two different tests to be qualified to do that. So you take a national test um, and you take a Maryland practical test. And when you pass those two things, you are qualified to provide basic life support um, in PG County and in the state of Maryland. Um, Mm. So that is what I do. That is the qualifications of an EMT. Firefighting, I went to um, a volunteer fire like training school um, Mm. at the Maryland Fire and Rescue Institute and did live burns, put them out, like learn different tactics on how to stay together, how not to get lost in a fire, how to save people, um, how to put the fires out, um, how different hoses work, and different things you need to know for putting out different types of fires. So I am, uh, I like ride the, the fire engines and I ride the apparatus, I ride the ambulances and I provide patient care and I put out fires. That is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, it's pretty cool. You <laughs> <laughs> can totally say that. Say that. Um, it's, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. Yeah. Is there like a certain place just because, yeah, like Becca, I know you and I know you <laughs> as someone who's like just very involved in the CSC and mm. just like your faith is like, yeah, like a center, like part of your life and like a part of your life that you're like always trying to keep centered. Um, so has there been any places where you've really seen your faith, like coming into your work as an EMT? Oh, wow. Great question. Um, the first thing that I thought of when you asked that question was, um, my Bible study. So Mm. like actually several people in my Bible study are, um, members at my firehouse. So some of them were members at the firehouse and I asked them to join my study and they did. Um, and some of them like were members of my Bible study and then joined my firehouse. So, um, I definitely see it in like a direct way in that way, Mm -hmm. like the sisterhood and the community we have, um, as people who are growing in faith together, but also serving the community. Mm. Um, that's something, but like, I've definitely seen it come out in 
like different call situations that I've had. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want like a specific example? Well, I, mean, I don't know what you have, uh, whether the questions you have, but like, um, it's definitely my faith has definitely been my rock in difficult situations, like mm-hmm. in difficult calls. Um, yeah. Mm. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That, that kind of leads right into the yeah. next question that we had. Um, just like asking if, if you wouldn't mind sharing, like maybe like there's like a special moment that's like really stuck out to you. Um, sure. Like while you've been like at work and doing your thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there's definitely several, um, the one that's like the biggest in my mind is, um, and I, I think, if there wasn't a disclaimer at the beginning of this video, just like the video, wow, this podcast, um, <laughs> just know that this might be a little bit um, darker. Um, so I had never seen someone die mm-hmm. um, or seen a dead person. Those are two different things. <laughs> um, before I started volunteering at a firehouse. Um, and the first person who I did see die Mm -hmm. um, was alive when I got there um, and dead when we left the hospital. Um, And it's just really difficult, especially especially when that's like your first time ever seeing someone Mm -hmm. um, pass away, that like to see someone die by violence, to see someone like, like the life leave them and like you did everything you possibly could have you you used your training you did cpr you stopped the bleeding um you did everything you were trained for and you didn't make any mistakes but they still they still die Mm -hmm. um and it's just difficult for yourself in that moment because you can't really grieve right there especially because they're not like your family member so it's like not it's not as pressing like it's not as like when I feel like a lot of people when they see someone die it's someone they know mm-hmm. um and when you're a first responder it's not um so my first thought wasn't to grieve when I saw this happen my first thought was like okay what's the next thing we can do to help this person mm-hmm. um and you're just very much in work mode you're very much in like okay we just need to get this done we need to um save this person um so when you leave the hospital and you're back at the firehouse and you're kind of just processing what happened and like how other people reacted um it's very tempting to just push away every emotion Mm -hmm. um especially as a woman um (laughs) because there are just so many men around and a lot of times just like emotions are perceived as weakness um, and you don't want to be seen as weak. Mm -hmm. Um, And even though people, especially after my, the first person I saw die, um, it it happens less as you see more people. Mm -hmm. Um, But lots of my officers, like props to them came up to me and were like, Hey, like if the, if, if you're not doing too well, like if this was really intense for you, like that's okay. Like, you can talk about it. It's okay to talk about it. It's okay not to be okay with this. Like, Mm -hmm. 
this was a really difficult situation. Um, but I think that like, for me, I've always like known and always believed that there is an afterlife, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and that we're made for more than just this world. Yes. And we're made for heaven and we're made for communion with God. So like I, you know, before I became an EMT, I knew that and I believed that. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I always thought that I had a really good relationship with death. And I think I still do. Mm -hmm. But I think until you see someone die, <laughs> um, you can't really comprehend how you're going to react to that. Mm -hmm. um, and it is really sad because, like, yes, this life is a gift. And I have no idea what this person's experience was or if they knew Jesus, um, all I can do is like pray for them and like know that God's mercy is like infinite. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, I don't think I could have gotten through that or any of the people I've seen die mm -hmm. without my faith in God's salvation and God's plan for us and his love. Um, and that we're made for more than just this earth. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh. Becca, that's really beautiful. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that. For sure. Absolutely. I hope that made sense. It's kind of hard to like put that into words. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. Do you find, because November is like when we're recording this and it starts mm. off with All Souls Day. And yeah. um, we spend a lot of this month like, really like praying for and remembering like loved ones and people we know that like have passed away. Sure. Um, do you find that like this is a month where, I don't know, that's a little bit like more like there for you just because of like the experiences you've, ha you've had and like the way that you, like you get to pray for the people who you've like encountered? Mm. Good question. Um, you know, I've never thought about it specifically in that way. Mm -hmm. I think I do put a lot of thought into the fact that a lot of the people that I have seen die or have seen like after they have passed away, I don't know their names um, and I never will. Mm -hmm. um, and I think something really beautiful about All Souls Day <laughs> and like All Saints Day, we talk about it too, like mm -hmm. the, um, the community of saints that, are like lowercase s saints, <laughs> ones that aren't canonized, but like are in heaven. Mm -hmm. um, I like to think of it in that way with souls. Like, even though I don't know all of the people's names, um, like there was a period of time when I was going to the firehouse like every day and I ended up running like three heart attacks in three days. Mm -hmm. And like, it's just, one, even if I did know their names, like, I'm not going to remember them. But I mm -hmm. do remember their faces. And, like, I think that just remembering people's faces and remembering their humanity mm -hmm. um, and just acknowledging that that person was a person and that their life was a gift um, is enough. Um, yeah, absolutely. 
So I think that's something I will want to do more this this month, like bring that more into my prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, praying for those people, those nameless faces. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Something that just, while you were talking, just really reminded me is that, um, you know, we do have emotions for the, for like reasons that mm-hmm. God gives us as a gift, right? And one of those reasons is to, um, enjoy each other's lives. And so, um, Jesus had emotions as well. Right. And when Lazarus died, right. It says Jesus that Jesus wept. grieved and he wept like yeah. Jesus was still sad. And so I think just like, yes, death can absolutely, um, be sad and it's okay to be sad. And mm. yeah, that it's, it's okay to be Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It is okay to be sad. Mm-hmm. Being sad is not weakness. Mm-hmm. Yes. Having feelings is not, does not make you weak. Mm-hmm. Um, it probably makes you stronger, <laughs> actually. <laughs> um, being able to admit that those are just a part of who you are as a human mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so are you still working as a EMT? Um, I do still have my certification and I'm still a firefighter, but, um, right now I have a r- pretty bad knee injury. Mm. <laughs> um, so I'm not currently, um, operational at the firehouse. I plan on going back, but, um, I have to wait for my recovery and my PT and, um, my surgeon to clear me. <laughs> uh, of course, of yeah. course. <laughs> The classic. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> has there been any way that like, like your faith has kind of transformed? Cause yeah, you just talked a lot about like your faith, like while you've been working, but now in this time period where you haven't been able to, um, what has that looked like? An excellent question. You guys are, are question maniacs. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> absolutely. Um, oh my goodness. I will preface this with saying, um, my faith has transformed enormously um, since my injury. This is actually the second knee injury I've had this year. I tore my ACL over the summer, was almost recovered, and then slipped and fell in the CSC parking lot and fractured my patella. Um, so I have been off my knee and out of the firehouse for much longer than I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that initially when I was told that I couldn't go in and I couldn't um, ride on any apparatus anymore by apparatus. I mean, um, the, the fire engine and the ambulance, um, (laughs) for all you, um, technical terms, all you civilians (laughs) out there. (laughs) Um, but when I was told that I was just devastated, um, that was like what I did with all of my free time. Um, Sarah, you mentioned that like, yes, I'm the type of person who's like really striving to put Jesus at my center. Mm -hmm. Um, but at that time, the firehouse was my center, um, both socially and just like mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, it's where I drew a lot of my worth from. Um, it was a very addicting place to be um, mm-hmm. because it, you get a lot of immediate gratification of the things you do. Like you write a call, you help a person, you bring them to the hospital. Good job. You just like improve someone's life or like you... Um, Something's on fire. You put it out. You just did that. Like, I just put out a fire. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty cool. Um, 
I wanted to say. <laughs> I almost <laughs> this is this is a Catholic podcast. Can't <laughs> say swear words. Um, this is pretty cool, but um, so I was devastated and like kind of lost a lot of my of of like what my identity was. I think at the time, mm. um, but looking back at it now, and like my mental and emotional state and spiritual state mm-hmm. surrounding. Um, this subject is, I really think that it was a blessing. I think that I was overly attached, um, to this thing that is objectively good. Yes. Like helping the community and, and saving lives is important and good. Um, but when anything, even if it's a good thing is more important to you than Jesus, um, then there's a problem. Like, it's just not what we're wired for. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing can satisfy us that is not God. <laughs> um, so I think that in the, the way that my faith is transformed is that I was forced to kind of detach from this. Um, and it has made me realize that like detachment is so important yes. when it comes to our life with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just impossible to live fully if you don't try to grow in that detachment always. Um, so yeah, it's really funny that you asked that. Cause like one of the people at the firehouse asked me that the other day, they were like, I mean, how are you doing mentally? Like, I know this place is really important to you. And I gave a similar answer, a little bit more secular cause they didn't want to freak them out too much, but, um, <laughs> but they agreed like, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, not that Jesus is freaky. But, um, but like you know, mm-hmm. be gentle. Yeah, gentle, 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 like gentle nudges. It's open for the. He's open into the conversation, but it's n- not like the way I talk to, to you guys about my faith is different than the way I talk to people who are um, staunchly opposed <laughs> to religion. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, mm. that's so just beautiful. At that just having the realization as well as just that experience though i can imagine how heartbreaking it it was and (laughs) quite (laughs) quite Uh, do you like look is there a part of you that looks forward to go back and like Mm. like re i don't know re-enter that like place and those like experiences and like or i guess types of experiences like with your like like yeah, you're like <laughs> yeah. your knowledge you have now and like this spiritual like I want to say umph, but that's just like not the right word. I was going to say it's kind of like having like a spiritual strength. Like <laughs> Becca's like Becca's there fighting a fire, but like Jesus is, is like also there in like his fireman suit like right I love there. it. You know Jesus what I mean? Is the one who's supplying the water. Yeah. <laughs> like I would say maybe going back into it in a more in a freer mindset, in a, in a more freely. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if that really tracks, but it's like knowing more who I am, like having a more uh, solid identity um, rather than like going back into it, searching for an identity. Um, That's how I would probably say um, (laughs) if I was to reword your question. But to answer you, yes, um, I am excited to go back. Um, I definitely like I know myself. I know that like if I went back to it the way I used to do it and like go and like live at the firehouse, um, like actually reside there um, <laughs> and like go like four or five times a week 
um, that that would be a bad decision for me that mm. I would become addicted to it again. Um, but what I am excited to do is like go back and do like once a week or a couple times a month, the, the, like make my minimum commitment that I, that I, um, told them I would do. And then yeah. maybe a little bit more if I, um, have a space in my heart and in my, um, just schedule. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm excited to go back and like do the things that, I've always been excited to do um, and help the community and like, love people on what is usually the worst day of their life. <laughs> um, if your house is on fire, if your car is on fire, usually not a great day. No, um, but <laughs> <Definitely> like, not. <laughs> to be the person that gets to love them there mm-hmm. um, and to like just strive to love them mm-hmm. in that, not just do my job. Um, that is something I'm looking forward to. Mm. I love so I loved when you like kind of put my question into coherent terms. Um, <laughs> I was I translating how, Sarah to Becca language. Yes. <laughs> um, I loved how you use the word free just mm-hmm. because it's like, yeah, like what you just described is like freedom. And that is like what exactly what the Lord desires for <laughs> us. And like, that's exactly like the Lord desires us to live in like total freedom, like mm-hmm. in his love and like, Amen being able to go back and like have an understanding of what that is and like what that looks like. It's like, yeah, like you're human and like, it might not be the easiest thing that you've ever done, but like you get it. Like it's so clear that you get it. And (laughs) Becca, it's so beautiful to like hear that from you. I love you, Sarah. (laughs) I love you too, Becca. (laughs) Uh, I think that is, I think that's all we had for today, but yeah, just before we wrapped up, Becca, I just wanted to thank you again for sharing your heart. Um, mm. And like, I know a lot of the stuff that like we talked about in this podcast was not the easiest to like talk about and the e- mm. easiest to um, like process. And so, um, yeah, I'm just like really grateful that you were able to like come on here and do it so beautifully and um, with so much grace. And it's just very clear that like it's all the Holy Spirit just like working right through you. So. Thank you so much. Thank you for, for providing um, the space to say that too. Um, I also wanted to add, like, just before you um, before we close out, um, for anyone who's listening who has problems with, who has has a hard time with death, or like has difficult things going on in their lives, um, you are not weak if you need to go to therapy. Um, Mm -hmm. our spiritual health, our physical health and our mental health are all linked and are all important. Yes. So like having a therapist, having a doctor and having a spiritual director Mm -hmm. are all like really important things. And none of those things make you weak. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you just needed to hear that today, (laughs) um, I hope you're listening yes (laughs) and the csc does have um resources to help students find um like mental health um resources counselors um therapists people to talk to absolutely um if that is something that you might be interested in for any um any reason uh please feel free to reach out to any of the campus ministers um matt mj father conrad um, lisa lisa there's also a link on the website yes i think I, be- I believe so, yes. yes. But it's that is a thank you for bringing that up. That is a very good point. Absolutely. Yes, solid. <laughs> All right. I think that is 
the end of our episode for now. Becca, thank you again so much for coming on. Um, and Always to a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> and to all of our listeners, thank you all for listening to another episode of Wednesday Night Dinner. Uh, we look forward to talking with y'all next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll see you later, guys. Peace out. Peace out.